Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello, here we go. It's the Copyright Podcast. Do you know what? I've got that excited about doing this live stream, boys. Now buzzing about that. I played even I played the wrong intro. I didn't even play the Champions League intro. That's how excited we are. We're here. We're live, and Liverpool have just beat Atlanta five nil. We're all buzzing. We're, we've all had a bevy. We're all happy days. I'm never predicting a game ever again. Matt's never doing a uh, prediction show and writing an article for the copyright again before nah, the game even, has even finished. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. Uh, Mick, I'd, I'd, oh, what a game. Where'd you start? I don't know. I don't yeah. know where to start. Go on, so you can start with your little start you've got, Matt. What was that What was that start you saw us before? Yacht is now the, uh, the, the quickest player to hit seven goals for Liverpool since 2000. So he's got Done it two up two appearances quicker than Torres and three quicker than Studge and Salah. Just just say that again for me, mate. Say that again. Just <laughs> I want to hear it again. Go on. Quickest player to seven Liverpool goals in the last twenty years. Ooh. That is unreal. That is unreal. It's unreal. It's what what a what a performance. I mean, it, it's like where do we start? I mean, you know, we did the preview show, didn't we? And you know, Matt, you spoke about it on the show last week on Reds in Europe and. We we thought that on paper this would have been our most challenging game, but Matt, I, I just going into the game, mate. We were all thinking, you know, nine points would have been great. We, we would have taken a point. Some some Liverpool fans say they would have, they would have taken a point on that because they're not a good Atalanta either. They're a goal scoring side. They've got some great players, but oh, going into the game, mate. First of all, before we jump into how many goals scored, how did you feel going into the game? I would have taken a draw. Um, I, I <laughs> that's how it was. Like my predictions are quite wacky. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> um, I always expect us to win, and this is this time I was like, nah, all right, let, let's 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 stick with the draw because this this team gives everyone they play problems. They give Juve problems. They give City problems. They got I think they they got knocked out of last year's Champions League quarterfinals because of an injury time goal. Like this is a, this is a squad that that can hurt you. So. I didn't think that we'd keep a clean sheet, let alone do what we did. And I don't know if I'm more shocked at the quality of our performance or how bad they were. They were dreadful. Like they, they, they were actually 
like us against Aston Villa. It was yeah. bad. Absolutely. Mick, we've we said it from the beginning of the, the group stage when, when when the draw was made. It was this was the game that we were worried about because one, we were playing away, which we don't do quite well in the Champions League anyway. Again, it was in Italy, which again we don't do quite well. And Atalanta, like Matthews just said, they've been absolutely brilliant the last couple of years in Europe. And I, I just I'm blown away by that. What about you? Yeah, I think it's we were all worried about this one because we're not great on Italian soil. They battered Midgetland, what was it, four 0 and they drew with Ajax. So they've 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 done well against teams that we've like we've struggled against in the in the last two games that we've got over the line and we've done this this is the game you'd expected maybe was gonna be the hardest one out of the first three and it's turned out to be the easiest, which is that's why we're all so surprised. But it, it it was like it was like when Klopp's system started to really work and teams hadn't really got to grips how to defend against it yet. That's what it kind of was like. They didn't help know what to do. It was they were giving us way too much space, and it, it was just like it was like a practice game at times. It was like, yeah, go on, and you just can have a corner, but we're gonna go down and score off a counter attack off a corner like we like we used to do a couple of years back. And it was just it was it was boss to watch. It honestly was like Diego Yotta just what a what a sign, and like Fernando Torres like some of those goals, the first two, Jesus Christ, just absolutely what what a sign, and that is. Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, Matt, how happy was you to see that he was he was starting the game? You know, no disrespect to to Bobby that was left out, but you, you, I remember you saying last week you would have liked him to start the game, and he did. Yeah, um, I mean, he's earned it, hasn't he? I mean, he is. <laughs> There's no no doubt in that he should have been starting that. Um, yeah. I think that the idea was that Bobby's not City. I think that's kind of being thrown up in the air now, given what Yacht has just done. Uh, but he was he was unreal. Probably should have scored. And the first couple of minutes when he had that one on one, yeah. But I think he learnt, uh, he learnt from that. And then when he went through for his first goal, he chipped it because his first attempt to slide it under the keeper failed. And he's just he makes stuff look easy. What he did today, the goals he scored, they're not easy. Yeah. Maybe maybe the tapping, maybe fair enough. But we've seen Andrew <laughs> Torres miss that. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, he he just looks like he he's been there for for years. Yeah, it does, mate. And Mick, I mean, like you said, it was part of your starting lineup prediction, wasn't it, when we were on the show with Harvey, um, that Jota was was gonna go, was gonna start. And if if there's ever a player that's hit the ground running as fast as, like Matt said at the beginning of the show, it, it it's Jota, and he's. I just can't sum up that performance from him. He's obviously got man of the match. He's he's banged in a hat trick there. You know, I think it was like at one point when he scored his hat trick, it was four attempts at goal, four on target and three goals. And it's those types of stats we just like, yeah, yeah, let's keep that going. Yeah. Yeah, it's he's he's made it look easy. And like Klopp said, like I don't know what he said it last week sometime, that he wasn't worried about the offer coming in because he knew that he, the way he played at Wolves, it was perfect for him to come into this team and kind of hit the ground running. And But no one expected the way he's been doing it. Like, I think I heard one of the stats then off the, I think with Matt Mannon said, uh, he's the, only the third Liverpool player to score an away hat-trick in, in Europe. Only Torres and Michael Owen have done it. Just like, to be in, a, to be in and amongst them is just, um, is, is just absolutely unbelievable. Actually, sorry, I think it was Sadio, did I say Sadio Mane? Or did I say Michael Owen? Torres? You said Michael Owen and Fernando Torres. No, it's Sadio okay, Mane. mate. It's okay, Mane. mate. We're, we're all on the beer tonight, mate. We're all having the beer. <laughs> Sadio Mane and Michael Owen. But yeah, to be in amongst those, he honestly, like like Matt said, the first one where he's, to be fair, he should score, but the, it's the drop of the shoulder and it's the pace that you, 
he looks it's this, he's very deceivingly quick. He doesn't look fast, but once he's up in a foot race, he's just going to absolutely blitz you. And the first goal is just absolutely unbelievable. To be honest, like that's probably maybe the hardest one because he's running at, at speed. He's got he's getting yeah, pulled back. You could easily fluff that there, and then the second one. He's like he's controlled it, and it's like the defender looks like he might get there, and then it's just that little burst of speed yeah. and, and quick, quick feet, and it's just like, oh man, it's just I could talk about him all night. It's just that I can't believe how good, <laughs> can't believe how good he's doing. Like it is like when we signed Torres, it's like when we signed Suarez, and it was like hit the ground running, and it's like we've got this amazing front three, and Bobby's unfortunately not doing so well at the moment. So the fact that we've got him to come in poses a major question for Sunday in terms of who's going to start because if you can't if he doesn't start on Sunday he's not going to like he's going to kick up a fuss but he's just put on a performance there that is if any performance is wanted to start against Man City yeah. it was that yeah absolutely and Matt just going off the the way the whole team played it seemed like we were it was very easy for us to cut through that midfield, wasn't it? It really was. It was so it was so easy to to play the ball through, even from the back. You know, Trent was playing some defense splitting passes that the the front three were getting, and it was it was it was too easy at times, wasn't it? Piece of piss. Uh, to, to put it simply, like apart from the fact that their formation was ridiculously open, considering they were playing against Liverpool, they weren't even pressing us. Like, yeah, you've got you've got a. a a, defense, a centre-back pairing or an unsure centre-back pairing of Joe Gomez and Reese Williams and they didn't even try and make him nervous. Just yeah. let us have the ball. Curtis Jones was free to do whatever he wanted. Henderson was free to do whatever he wanted. Same with Genie. Like, it was just have the ball, do what you want. And then our most creative player in Trent just not being challenged. It just it was tactical suicide. It was ridiculous. I don't know who they were scouting during the week but it wasn't us. <laughs> it's true, Mick, isn't it? I mean, at the end of the day, it's summer, every time we got the ball, I just thought, yeah, we're, we're on here for a chance. And that's exactly the way the game panned out, especially in that first half. Yeah, it, like, it, was, too, it was too easy and it's mad. The way it's, I don't know, they've, they've obviously thought, right, we're not going to change our system. We're going to play them at our, at, our, at our own game and the way we play, which is attacking in, in loads of numbers. But what they didn't cater into the fact was that if you if you then do that, you, your defensive shape's got to be you've got to sprint back, otherwise you're fucked. Basically, there's no there's you can't defend. Sadio Mane and Salah and Yota, three of the quickest players in in, in the game, and you, and you want to go and play like that, then you're asking for trouble. And that that's, that was literally yeah. the name of the game. It was getting behind as and when we could, and it was it was too easy at times. It was. And Matt, the, the stat that we came out with on the last show was uh, Atlanta have only failed to score in one of the last 19 European games. And we've just kept a clean sheet against them with, again, the so-called makeshift defence, yeah. um, you know, with Reese Williams and Gomez. And just to touch on Gomez there, it feels like he's playing, you know, they, they said it in the commentary, haven't they? It feels like he's playing now with that experience and that level-headedness of, right, I'm the guy that's now going to lead this set, the centre-back Pairing, yeah. no matter who I'm paired with, and it seems like it's working really, really well at the minute. And again, another great performance from both of them tonight. Yeah, I mean they smashed it. Um, obviously, if you, if you compare Gomez to Van Dyke, you're never gonna. It's never gonna be fair on the kid. So you've got to you've got to look at him based on the performance that he gave, and he didn't really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, having Allison back is massive. It's mm. massive. The presence that and and just the shouting that he's going to do to to help Gomez organise that back four. 
is it's it's, it's vital. But Pivela Gomez, Duvan Zapata is not an easy player to keep quiet. Mm. The guy is quick. The guy is strong. He's a bully, and it, he didn't have a sniff at least until we were five nil up, and then we took our foot off the pedal a bit, and then he sort of yeah. did a couple of things. But yeah, Gomez was brilliant, and Williams as well. Just he looks like he doesn't look nineteen. No. How, how old is he? Nineteen, not nineteen league titles. I like that. I like little, uh, like little Phil you've just done there, Matthew. I love that. I love that. Um, but I think Mick, one of the things that I really picked up on was even though obviously we have got this makeshift back four, like Matt just said, they're, they're, they're both playing well every game that they play. There were times where Atalanta did get the odd chance. I mean, there was the chance where Allison nearly did an Ian Walker uh, from nineteen ninety seven. If you're old enough uh, to remember that, uh, where the ball he sort of went to the ball went behind him and luckily enough he was quick enough to, to to get back to it but they did get through us a couple of times in that first half not so much where it was overly worrying whereas every time they got the ball but I still think that this we still have to sort of just tighten up that little bit more don't we yeah and if you you're missing Van Dyke, it's going it's going to have an effect like we're still getting to grips with that like Matt said getting Alison back in there when we had Adrian a bit we were struggling a bit in terms of because Adrian's position and not he's not quite far off his line for what the club system likes in terms because you've seen at the end there Allison was sweeper keeper type thing and because that Zapata's like Matt said a beast and he was quick and we had to be sharp and Allison was always make sure he was on the edge of his box ready for for those um those three balls but we're just gonna have to adapt like Gomez was boss tonight Reese Williams was also boss like didn't put a foot wrong like they, I know they had some chances but that's to be expected there at their ground there. They were throwing bodies forward, and we were defending with all we had towards the end. Even though it, it wasn't, it wasn't majorly strenuous, but he gave us a few, a few, um, a few tests towards the end. I think they had a was it Zapata who had that boss shot that it like the post in the bag and came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that one, and then Allison saved a couple, didn't he? Where Zapata yeah. he should score really. He's hit it straight at him, and he's he's just yeah. right down the throat. But we're just gonna have to adapt, like Gomez and Reese Williams, boss, uh, Nat Phillips. In the last game was boss, so it's like if they, they keep doing that up until the point where obviously Matip was in the squad today, wasn't he? So hopefully mm. he might be fit for Sunday, and then we've got Fabinho coming back shortly as well. So we should we should be able, be able to keep it going up until the point where we've got hopefully all of, most of the centre backs or covering the centre backs in a position where we can actually fucking play them. Yeah, absolutely. And like we said, just on the, the the first half where they did get the odd chance, it was still very, very dominating performance from Liverpool. But I tell you what, I don't know what they were eating at half time. I don't know how hard they were sucking on them oranges, but my, my God, they come out <laughs> that second half and within a couple of minutes, it's, it's fucking 4-0. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, what's going on there? And then it's five and you just think, I mean, this is a team who, like Matt said, they got through to the last stage of the Champions League last season and... I was shit myself for this game because of all the variables that we spoke about earlier. But yeah. by the time that second half had kicked off, in the way where I was thinking, Jesus Christ, this is this is, the, and it reminded me of Liverpool from seventeen eighteen, that Champions League campaign when we got to Kiev. Yeah. It reminded me so much of that, the way we were so dominant on the ball and just a joy to watch with every attack we were going forward, weren't we, Matt? I was the third goal shocked. Second half, the start of the second half shocked me, and again, it was a mix of our just dominance and how bad they were again because for the third goal when Jones sets Salah away and Salah takes that first touch I was expecting a defender to come out of frame and just be there Yeah. so I was like what the hell are you doing Mo what, what, what's that 
And then as the camera continued to pan, I was like, he's alone. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Why is he alone? And then again, for, for, for he, he plays Mane in easily. And then again, Mane sets through Yota. It was just a simple ball in behind. And they were, they were done. They were done. And it, it was good that we were able to, to, to figure that out and to, to execute it. But it was more shocking the fact that they kept allowing it to happen. It was yeah, just, yeah. I mean, great on our part. Of course, of course. And Mick, I think, although Jürgen Klopp would be pleased with the five goals that we scored, he's going to be even maybe more so uh, happy with, with the clean sheet because he was interviewed before the game uh, by BT Sport and he was saying about, you know, the, the fact that Reese Williams is back in the side and, um, you know, what they can expect because Atlanta score a lot of goals and he just said, our situation at the minute and the way we play, you know, keeping a clean sheet is important, but obviously the performance is what we're really looking for. So you sort of, if you look through that, Klopp sort of saying that, look, I expect us to concede a goal, but as long as we win, I'm not asked. But we kept the clean sheet and scored five goals. He's going to be on that playing home thinking, fuck me, what a team I've got. Yeah, and I think that isn't that three consecutive clean sheets in the Champions League as well. Mm-hmm. So, it is indeed. So, and we're, we're five points clear. Like it, the thing is, like Klopp's not going to come out going, "Oh, we're going to we're going to bang these five nil here." It's it's he knows that we've there's a bit of frailty there, and we've just all touched on that. There's a bit of frailty there in the defence that we're not used to because we've usually got the absolute colossus Van Dijk in there, and everything just gets headed away, or we we, we don't usually get threatened as much, but well. Obviously, we don't buy the throw. Boss to have three clean sheet, consecutive clean sheets in the in the Champions League is it, is not like Liverpool. We usually do it the other way. So I don't, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. once. like I'm enjoying that <laughs> being being top of the group and getting three wins, clean clean sheets. Like we, I know we we haven't kept many recently, but we can carry on like that. I mean, we've got City on the weekend, so and then Leicester coming up and then Atlanta away uh, at home. Sorry, so we've got the games are going to be coming quick, thick and fast. So the quicker we can get Joel Matip in my opinion, fit and ready to go, the, the more we'll keep more of those clean sheets, definitely. Yeah, it's a good point uh, that Mick's just made, Matt, the fact that we never usually get out of a Champions League group stage easy, do we? You always do it the hard way. It always goes down to match day five or match day six or, yeah. you know, Alisson pulling out a fucking worldie against Napoli in the last game, which is, you know, it, it, it always goes down to that. But, you know, three, three wins out of three, nine points, five clear and not conceding a goal. Given... What has gone on this season with our defensive lapses? I think that's why we're even more happy the way that the way it's gone, as aren't we really? Because of the situation we're in. Yeah, it's three out of three, and also taking in fact two of those are away matches, one at Atlanta and one at Ajax, which is the ones that if someone would have said, "Look, you're going to draw in Amsterdam and you're going to draw in Atlanta," it'd be like, "Yeah, right, okay, I'll take that." Given what's gone on, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah when we're five points clear now, and. Yeah, Mix just said like, we've got City and Leicester coming up, and the, the the start that we've that we've we've had is just giving Klopp the chance to be like, all right, well, midweek we're kind of guaranteed to qualify. Let's just rotate the shit out of our team and yeah. see what happens. Um, definitely had. I mean, the pace that we played at today, um, how easy it was. Definitely seen that we had a, an eye on City anyway. And then when he made those changes, um, mm. great start to the Champions League campaign. Like, could, I didn't think we'd be nine out of nine. No, no, I didn't think that. Given given how 
the season's gone in terms of the injury to Van Dijk because he's so pivotal yeah. this time. He's, he's, he's one of the main reasons why we've won what we've won over the last couple of years and losing that type of leadership and you know it, it, you do sort of like shit yourself a little bit but again it's such a massive compliment to everybody else who's, who's, who's stepped up you know a, a massive compliment to Joe Gomez massive compliment to Reece Williams massive compliment to Nat Phillips alright yeah Nat Phillips in the Champions League squad but he's still there for the league which is you know yeah. help Reece Williams and stuff it's, it's a massive compliment to everybody and Mick Given the fact that it's now nine points, and you know we've got a home game next, you, you can afford in the Champions League got a home game next. You can afford to sort of make those changes, can't? Because I tell you what, Atalanta will be shit themselves coming back to Anfield. I'll be yeah, there's no crowd, but it's going to be interesting in it for the next game, Mick. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're going to well, they're not. They'll probably make one set up the same as it is in, in this game. They're oh. absolutely no. again. So uh, no, it's like. You look at all the injuries we've had, and there's a, there's a whole list of them. We've missed Allison for a bit. We've missed Mane for a bit. Thiago and all the other ones we've we've talked about on the podcast. And we're still top of the Premier League, and we're, and we're and we're three and three in the Champions League. And it's like, why are we even? And we you know we get a bit downhearted when we've got all these injuries, and especially Van Dijk when you see he's out for probably out for the season. You, you do fear the worst because he's presence, but the fact that we've reacted the way we have. It's just absolutely synonymous with the Jurgen Klopp team, and we're just absolutely that. It's I don't know if it's turned to a bit of a cliche, the old mentality monsters, but I'm still going to use it. It's just mm. we don't know in the games where we've went one 0 down, we don't know when we're beating, and we, you know that we're going to come back and win. And in games like this, where if, if you set up like that, you're asking you're asking to get battered, and it, it could have been more. I mean, they could have got a couple, but we we should have probably got more. So in the end, yeah. it was. It's just we're just we're just too good when we're in that in that type of form, and I just hope we can we can take that into the um, the city game on Sunday because we're definitely going to need to be on our uh, A game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Matt Mix just uh, put the nail on the head. Before this game, if you'd have said right, what's the best confidence booster going into the city game? It's keeping a clean sheet and scoring a shitload of goals. Well, we've just done that. Yeah, it's the best. It's the best preparation, is it? Isn't it for Sunday? I mean, winning 5 0 is always great. Um, I mean, yeah, what, what, I can't really say more than Nick has. Uh, it'll boost the confidence of everyone involved. Um, I think Yacht has definitely got himself into contention to, to to start. I think he will start. I still think Bobby will start as well. I think I think Klopp might just change his, his system, just fit everyone in. Um, I mean, you'd hope that the uh, we could do similar. To City, considering how leaky their defense has been as well, maybe not leaky but shoddy, almost mm. as shoddy. Um, but brilliant, brilliant, um, brilliant, brilliant warm up because that, that's what it was. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, at the end of the day, if you can get a 5 0 in, in, in the Champions League, is is so impressive, no matter who you're playing. Because let's face it, there are some. There's some questionable sides, obviously, that get into the Champions League these days in terms of UEFA, the way they broaden it these days, which, again, it's good for the, for European football, but obviously you're always going to come up against the sort of lesser-known sides. And it was it was a complete role reversal, wasn't it? We expected a tough game against Atalanta, and we didn't get that. And we expected a tough game, an easy easier game against Michelin, and we didn't get that, and they've sort of been flipped. And that's football for you, that's Champions League football. But, Mick, at the end of the day, mate, three wins out of three. Nine points. Still haven't conceded a goal in a Champions League campaign. No Virgil van Dijk. Fucking pinch me now because that's just fucking brilliant. Yeah, and I think, like you said, like yeah, I think yeah, it does come into effect the type of team you're coming up against. Maybe 
in in your head, do you think this is going to be easier? So you don't work as harder by two percent, and then that makes yeah. a difference. Yeah, definitely yeah. Midgetland or Midgetland, as Matt likes to call them. We <laughs> we weren't on it, and they were really up for it. So that's why we still got over the line, and that's like just typical club fucking teams. But especially against these, we Klopp knew we have to be absolutely on our A game against these because they've got that that quality in the in the little pockets like Gomez and. Like Muriel and Zapata, they're all quality, and they can all score a goal out of nothing. And we have to be wary of that. And we just, he must have just said to the lads, just make sure you score loads, and then if they get one, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> didn't score quick, so. a, I've got a quick word on that Zapata, that that Duban up front. I mean, honestly, he was he was absolutely fantastic. Wasn't he? I mean, we said on the the previous show that he would be a threat. He wasn't a threat as what he should have been. He only turned it on the sort of the last, excuse me, the last half an hour. But Matt. He he could potentially be a world class player. He's got he's got the ability. He's got that drive forward in that final yeah. third. He's strong. He's quick. He's got a shot on him as we as we observed. He could be a really really good player in a few years. Yeah, I mean, it's it's unfortunate that, that and it's unfortunate for him that yeah he's getting this this uh, noticed as much when he's coming to like the sort of late twenties of his career. But yeah. he is a he's a tank, isn't he? He's yeah. He's no he's not as good. He reminds you a bit of Drogba. He's got that bit of pace. He's got that bit of strength. He can turn. He can shoot. He can cause problems. And you wouldn't be surprised if, if a Premier League team they'd take a little risk on him because he's definitely going to be worth it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Definitely. Go on, mate. Like, like a, like a, um, like a, a, a team challenging for like top ten or something. He'd be absolutely perfect. Six foot two, speedy, strong. Like, I mean, we did. We only seen in the last maybe half, half an hour of that game, but. From that yeah. half an hour, you could see that if he if he got if he got signed by a club with aspirations of getting into the top ten of the league, he'd be absolutely fine. He'd be boss for them, I think. Yeah. Well, we've just got um, a really really interesting comment from Martin Barton who says, "With Reese Williams playing so well against a team who play a similar style to City, is there an argument he starts Sunday irrelevant to the fact Matip is fit or not?" Uh, Matt, I'm going to come to you first on that one. It's a really really good point by Martin. The fact that he's just said that. Because yeah. obviously how well Nat, Nat Phillips played at the weekend as well. He could be in contention for playing it as well. But he's, Martin's got a really big point there. Yeah, he does. And I'm not really sure how to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice uh, headache though, isn't it? It's a nice headache. Who'd have thought we'd be having, having these conversations? Of course you want the kid that comes in to, to impress so much that you don't know if you should start him or not. But uh, I think he's definitely made a case for himself. But I'm, I'm sure that... Um, it, I think it's going to be Matip that starts. If not, I don't think he'd been included in the squad. The fact that he's he's fit enough to travel means that I think Klopp's just going to going to going to see him in because it's Man City at the end of the day. Like I know that that Phillips came in and had a great game, and I know that Williams come in and had a great game as well. But you you can't expect the City game to be as open, at least on their on their half mm. as today. They are going to press us, and Matip has experience playing against Man City, and. Even though Gomez is becoming a bit more of a leader, Matip will come in there and be that leader. Um, so I think we, if if Matip is 100% fit, um, and I think he is, he is just because he travelled and Klopp's got that whole, if they're not fit, they don't travel thing, then yeah. then I think Matip needs to start. Yeah. Mike, Mick, Michael, are you in agreement with, uh, yeah. with Matt? Matt? Yeah. Matt. Matip, if Matip's fifth, and obviously like Matip, he's, he's in the he was in the squad today, so he's got he's got to start. Like I know Reese Williams has done 
hasn't put it so wrong. And then obviously Math, uh, said Math Phillips there. Math Phillips in the last game was great as well. So it's like it's good to have these selection, like not youth, because obviously Math Phillips is what twenty three, but these lads who are on the periphery doing so well, like coming mm. into the first team and showing that they're they're capable of coming in and playing alongside and filling a gap. And they obviously they, they know that definitely we well definitely Math Phillips knows he's just doing that for now. Yeah. Uh, we, Definitely a go on to have a future for us because he's only like so he's only nineteen. It doesn't seem like he's that young because he's got quite a cool head on 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 young shoulders. But um, now if if Matip's fit, he's got to start like Matip and Gomez up against up against City. That will make me feel a lot better. I get up coming up against their, their, their obviously great attacking qualities they've got up the top end of the pitch. Really, given the fact that the way these lads have played over the last couple of weeks, you still think that Matip would make you feel more comfortable. I think so. Just, just, just like Matt said, just because of the experience. And mm-hmm. like, when he came in against Everton, I know he got injured in that game, but he was great in that game, Matt. And it's just, it's just having that experience in these type of games. Like you don't want if Reece Williams started, I'd be made up for him. But yeah. then if if he did make a mistake, it'd be devastating for him. And if say we lost the game one 0 it would be it, yeah. it, it'd be right on to put that on him. So if Matip's there and ready, it's available to be selected. Then I think you've got to go Joel Matip and just play the experience. Yeah, Matt Matt Mix just made a good point there because obviously the way social media is at the minute and the way, you know, a player can make one mistake and all of a sudden the 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 heat that comes with that is just it, it's sometimes unforgivable really from the people that do that to those people. But the point I was trying to make there is when you've got Joel Matic back and like you said before, the experience that he has, it's it's better off just having that because it could be very detrimental to that that player who makes that mistake. And let's look at it this way. If City win against us at the weekend and they win their game and they go above us in the table. So it's it's one of them, isn't it? Where you just think, right, well, yeah, we've got to play it safe rather than go with, with the youth, isn't it, really? Yeah, um, I mean, what you said there is, is bang on. Like, I do believe that we have probably the best fan base in the world. But with that, we've got some of the worst fans in the world. Like you saw the hate that Andy Robertson got last year when he gave away the penalty against Napoli. You've seen the hate that Loris Carriers continues to get. Um, there's it's a lot more of- like the, the Nico Williams stuff, wasn't it? When Nico Williams yeah, recently made a mistake as a young kid and stuff like that. So, Apart from the fact that if a kid comes in and makes a mistake, it's going to wreck his confidence. Getting all that hate from your fans is going to wreck your confidence as well. And yeah, I think they've played... Of course, they played well and they, they definitely should be in contention. But I think people maybe are a bit quick to forget how good Joel Matip is when he's on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's coming back from an injury. But this is a guy that when he hits those heights, I've no doubt that he's definitely at least in the top 10 centre-backs in the Premier League. I'd, I'd say even maybe top five. He he isn't just... He's not Dayan Lovren. It, it's, he's quality. So we can have that extra bit of quality at centre back. Yeah. I don't even. I don't think it's a risk. I think it's just it's a given. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't even think I need to ask you who man of the match was tonight, uh, Mick. You know. Yeah, you know it is, Matt. You're in complete agreement there, aren't you? James Milner, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like what you've done there, because speaking of James, obviously tomorrow night uh, we've got James Pearce on, on the show as well. Um, and we just want to say, again, thank you very much for watching another episode of uh, Reds in Europe. This has been a fantastic night for Liverpool. Uh, we've enjoyed doing another live show and we obviously will be back with another Reds in Europe show 
to preview the next game after the international break and we'll be back as well doing another live show as soon as the game is finished with uh with matt and mick so uh thanks for joining us and we will uh we'll see you next time Podcast Network.